Greetings, Grapple fans. And welcome, because we're back. Well, welcome to the Lost Art of Wrestling. Shut up. Kayfabe. God, I hate you. <laughs> the utter bastard. <laughs> so I'll do it again. Hello and welcome to the Lost Art of Wrestling. Or should K-fabe. I say greetings, Grapple fans. <laughs> I actually looked up the definition of kayfabe once and I was like, he's actually fucking right. <laughs> 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 I know I was right from the beginning. But it's my show. You're just the, you just appear. You're the talent. I know. I have to come and deliver audio gold. I have to get this shit over. And appear more than Brock Lesnar. Everyone appears more than Brock Lesnar. We podcast more than Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Um, so yeah, welcome to the Lost Art of Wrestling. We are back after taking a brief hiatus after WrestleMania, after putting out nine episodes in two months. Yeah, a shit ton on of our stuff. schedule. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Especially after fucking WrestleMania nine. <coughs> yeah, I'm just waiting till next year when someone goes, "Do WrestleMania 11? Right, no. I'll I will happily review whatever WrestleMania they want for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you want to send in a match and want us to review it, we'll review it on Patreon. Why not? Wrestlers, send in your matches, we'll review them on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you have a show suggestion, send it in and we'll review it on for Patreon and then about a month later you might get it free. Well, we'll see. Or donate a dollar a month and get it. Plus all the other content you get. Yeah. Bonus remastered episodes. Because I've started taking down the old ones. Oh, fair The old bonus ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen. Yeah. So. Hmm. Uh, So, yeah, what's been happening since Mania? Um, Quite a bit, to be fair. Yeah, quite a lot has changed. Um, Do we want (sighs) to... Do you want to talk states of current rosters like after the, the shake-up? Or do we want to talk NXT UK starting? Will the sport actually somehow has been syndicated? Um. Well, yeah, we'll do we'll do the Brit stuff first. Okay. So, uh, will the sport? Yes, it is happening. It is back on ITV. Can't remember when though. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's day on twenty sixth. Today is Thursday. Today, this yes. weekend, Saturday, five o'clock on ITV. I'll probably record it and watch it. Yeah, I will. Um, because the roster's not even the same as it was back when they first did the pilot, mm. and they put that out. Is it the? Well, there's the odd stars there. On the the same, odd stars the, still there, but like that when had is it David Boy Junior. Yeah, Harry, he's still Harry there. Is he? All right. Yeah, he's still there, but like Le- Leguero was on that card. Ah, yes. And Zach Gibson was on that card. But now they're obviously in the WWE brand. Um, but I mean, there's still there's still a, a number of guys there. A couple of guys I didn't expect to be there. I didn't expect to see Doug Williams. Yeah. Who's av- advertised on there. That can only be a good thing. Still think he's an excellent wrestler. Um, you know, he's probably he's probably you know a bit 
he's probably at the end of his career. Yeah, I would I say he's nearing it. Yeah, you know, so can't see him ever, you know, having that WWE run or anything like mm. that. But you know, it, it's good to see him on World of Sport. Um, do you not remember that when we saw Doug Williams in WWE? Yes, I do. Yeah, at one time. <laughs> but you know, it's he got beat by Carlito. Yes, he did. Yes. But less about that. <laughs> Let's fuck Carlito. Um, let me just get the. There is a poster. Let me just get the poster up and. Because it did show the show the roster and that as well. Yeah, so. like like Grado was on it, but I mean, I'm not. I, I've never been a big fan of Grado's stuff. It's one I was into it at first when it when stuff he was doing was funny. Yeah. Whereas now it just seems more. He still seems to disappear from the limelight almost a bit. Like he's not like he's not made himself trying to make himself go viral or anything like people do nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. But then, well, he was viral a few years ago. Yeah. It's like he got so far and now he's just trying to live off that. Yeah. Oh, like, here we go. Like, I'd take Zack Ryder, for example. He's someone very similar. Got himself over on YouTube, went viral kind of thing, and then disappeared. Yeah. You know, he's done nothing since. Mm. Tried, to make, tried to make a comeback on YouTube and nobody cared. So I've got the, the roster, so it's... Uh, World of Sport Wrestling is back. Welcome to the new era. July 28th at 5pm on ITV and STV. Um, of course, front and centre, like the biggest picture, you've got Grado. Yeah. Next to him, you've got Shah Samuels and Will Ospreay. Yeah. Flip the doo, bro. I don't, I don't know how often Will Ospreay is going to appear. Because I'm assuming he still has a deal with New Japan. Yeah, so, he'll be on the contractual obligation. Yeah, more than likely. So I can only imagine he's going to make fleeting appearances, which he can't really put Probably, a bell on him. Yeah. So, I mean, I suppose as a as a talent to put other people over, it's you're going to have the flip de do bro matches, aren't you? Oh, I'm I'm just hoping he he doesn't um, do what he did at New Japan Dominion and go uh, as whoever his opponent was chopped him, and he said, "Ah, fuck you, you cunt." Ah, lovely. So yeah, you can't say stuff like that at five o'clock on ITV. No, but then again, I'm assuming it won't be live. I'm assuming it'll be pre-taped. Oh yeah, it'll probably been pre-taped. Yeah, exactly. Likely. So, um, you've got Nathan Cruz, who we saw on the very first PCW show. Never, I, I don't remember him. Yes, he was. He was in the main event. I was probably with... wasted. <laughs> you probably were. <laughs> uh, Yestin Rees, former PCW champ. Yeah. It's like the Masters rip-off mm. thing. He was doing that for a bit. Uh, Rampage, so bitches are getting murdered. Yeah, that'd be cool. Justin Sysom, never heard never of. Never heard of him. Adam Maxted. Yeah, saw him in Five Star, but that kind of says everything you need to know. <laughs> um, Viper. Yeah, Paul's fave. Joe Hendry. Oh, yeah, the Greco-Roman... Commonwealth or whatever he is, yeah. yeah. But he's doing Impact, I think, as well. Yes, he is, yeah. So again, we contract to obligation, maybe? Maybe, if they're doing... Depends if they're doing live or tape delay, though. Yeah, I suppose. um, British Bulldog Jr. Yeah. Lionheart. Yeah. Martin Kirby. Yeah. Robbie X. With a mask. 
Don't some know. small guy. He's that yeah. one I went on a rant about because he went to do a standing shooting star press and literally knew he was going to miss and just put his arm out. Oh, right, yeah. I remember you saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brad Slayer. Never heard of. Gabriel Kidd. No, I didn't. Name's familiar, but I've never seen him. Kip Sabian. No. Uh, BT Gun. Yeah, I've always thought it was just average. Uh, Aisha. Never heard of her. Casey Owens. Never heard of her. Kaylee Ray. Yeah, some Kaylee Ray jump off stuff. <laughs> HT Drake. No. Never heard of. CJ Banks. Oh, yeah, yeah, the juice. <laughs> Doug Williams. <laughs> yeah. Liam Slater. No. Nope. Never heard of. Stevie Boy. No. Scottish guy. Uh, then there's uh, Crater, which I'm guessing is uh, cyanide, judging yeah. from the mask. Yeah, I think that's cyanide as well. And then you've got sort of the, the management and authority figures up the top. So you've got SoCal Val, Stu Bennett, best known as Wade Barrett. Right. Alex Shane. Oh, fuck off, Alex Shane. Uh, Rachel Stringer and Philip Seymour. I'm guessing they're like backstage interviewers probably and stuff. Right, okay. And then you've got the two referees, Steve Steve Linsky and Tom Scarborough. Right. So, this doesn't... It, to be fair, there's some. there are some names on there. There's a lot of them I haven't heard of. But until I see the product, I can't really judge it. Providing it's a bit, it's better than the last, you know, the, what the pilot episode was. Providing they don't, it's it's better than that. Yeah. It might be okay. That was not good. <laughs> mm. The thing with this thing, though, is it's one of them, they're going to be trying to appeal to a new audience as well as a main audience. But yeah. knowing ITV, they're going to basically go, here's wrestling. Yeah. And this is wrestling or whatever. And they're just going to appeal, trying to appeal to a new British audience, but then go, oh, yeah, yeah, you need some of the stuff you already watch. Yeah. So they're going to try and add storylines to it and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But then it's either it's going to be really good or sink like a sack of shit like Five Star did. Yeah. But then they tried running before they could walk. Yeah, well, that was the problem Five Star had is that they tried to do they tried to sell out arenas and do an arena tour yeah. before establishing anything. And they basically went, come and watch these washed up WWE guys. <laughs> Why? You'd be paying them a fortune to do not a lot. And we'll announce, we'll, we'll have Scarlett Moffat appear at a show and then have her wrestle, but not actually advertise it properly. I don't even, I didn't even know they did that. Apparently, I think they did it for the Newcastle show. Well, yeah. I guess, oh, I guess it would have been for that. And but... they were like, oh, yeah, on the next show, next new show in Newcastle, like next week or whatever, she's going to be wrestling. She'd like, probably do like one move. So I don't, I don't know if that went ahead in the end, but. I'm not. I... I don't remember. Big thing to me about Five Star was it was under-advertised and, like you say, they tried to run before they could walk. I mean, you're bringing in, you're paying somebody like, well, Jack Swagger or whatever, serious money. It must have been decent money. Yeah. To wrestle a guy that nobody had heard of outside of Plymouth. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) oh, right, okay. And then it's like, oh, but he's got to face these eight other guys first. It's like, all right, yeah, okay. So you make your champion look weak mm. because he's hiding behind everybody else, even though he's three foot taller than the guy that 
you're having him go against yeah. and he's already beaten. Wait, what? <laughs> Just bad booking. But well, it was like the fact you're paying like I think cheapest was like thirty quid a ticket yeah. for it. Not even full. Yeah, oh, not even close to full. They couldn't even fill the bottom stand. And then they couldn't even fill the fucking floor. Yeah, well, yeah. And then, but you can go to a small, and you can go, well, a nightclub, a hall, yeah. a social club, whatever. You pay a ten a ticket. Yeah. Well, that's it when you think about it. The majority of the people that they're, you and know. See, but you're seeing the same guys. Yeah, yeah. That's it, though. You're trying to put, you know, you're telling me that, oh, you can go and watch RVD or you can go watch Rooster. I tell you what, I could go see the Dudley Boys and pay 20 quid a ticket yeah. or whatever it is to, to see them in a nightclub. Why would I then pay you 30 quid to sit miles away to watch them probably not even wrestle and just cut a promo and fuck off? Yeah. Because it's booking. <laughs> So yeah, it's um I want I ideally I want to see World of Sport do well. Yeah. Cuz I mean it's better for the actual guy, the talent and that, the roster. Yeah, it's good. Cuz they're getting exposure yeah. and they're getting they might actually be able to go full time with it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like they they'll be able to charge more on the circuit or whatever cuz oh, yeah, I'm on TV now so you can advertise me to World of Sport star. Yeah. Oh no, uh, I really I genuinely I hope it, I hope it is successful. I hope it you know, it gets off the ground. But what I don't, what, what I dread is that it's five star. Mm. That and like it shouldn't be because you should have ITV will probably be heavily involved in the production of it. So at least you you know you've got a proper you know a proper company behind you doing all the you know the 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 you know the technical stuff behind it yeah and so you're not fucking up and playing the wrong people's music or not playing the music until part way through and stuff like that so i mean we're gonna look it'll be okay i'm i just struggle to see the the instant star power that mm. they've got they're gonna have to create it yeah and that's very hard to do if you know it's you're gonna have to you know, your big name guys on that list of people you've gone through, if you don't watch British wrestling, you probably don't know them. Yeah. You know, there's no, there is no WWE guy on there to draw you in. But I would also say that that's a good thing in that I'm not expecting to see this guy from his prime now mm. be the same because he's not. Yeah. You know. It's... It's a weird one, like, because they're going to, bloody, um, finger it, like, the, what's the word? Like, the, it's got Grado on the front, the very, yeah. the biggest image biggest on there image is Grado. And we've um, just said he's a fading star. Yeah. Like, he didn't, he's, he's not done that much from what I've seen in TNA. He's not done anything in TNA, really. And if anything, he, he, <sighs> He's one of them that had an opportunity in TNA and missed it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They tried to... From my understanding, I didn't watch any of it. I have no intention of watching it. Because he's not very good in ring anyway. 
but well, at least from the bits I've seen of him. And you know they tried to give him the like, you know they tried to give him a push, but he's not got anything after you know the entrance. The oh, he's a fan who you know wanted to you know be a wrestler and well, it, it go. It's like they're sort of trying to capitalize off capitalize off British boot camp almost. In a way. Yeah, because he yeah. was like the star of British boot camp. Yeah, but then like he was like the star of Insane Fight Club. Yeah, and that was on ITV and no, BBC even and that. Yeah, but then like he's sort of known to Scottish people, like the Scottish thing because he's like ICW regular and all that yeah. sort of thing. But then he's also on the show they have there called the Scott Squad, right? Okay. Some Scottish coppers or something. But then people here wouldn't have heard of that. No, so they're hopefully going off. Oh yeah, this guy was on British Boot Camp on Challenge TV. If you watched it, yeah, which like, I can't say. I, I didn't. I never watched it because yeah, I didn't know it was on. You know what I mean? I saw bits of it. It just seemed to be Al Snow getting mad at him for doing stupid stuff. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Right. Yeah, doesn't shock me. But like I say, it's not... I hope it does well. No idea if it will. Mm. You know, it's it's totally up in the air. I don't like Alex Shane. I don't think he's... I, I, I don't think he's ever done anything of carp. From what I've read, from what I understand, he's been involved in multiple companies. I mean, I'm talking way back in the day when we used to have wrestling TV. Yeah. And he used to have FWA on there. FWA, yeah. And that was like his company. Yeah. And he just put himself over, from what I remember of it. And it was shit, because he was crap. Well, that and the shows ran late and yeah, it stuff just, about people not getting paid properly. and Yeah, you know, he he, he doesn't... He doesn't strike me as a. What's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't strike me as reliable, really. Yeah. Is and that's going to cause a problem because if mm. he's running it, which is what we're being told, he's the the guy pitched the idea and got some, must be a fantastic salesman. Yeah, you know, to get wrestling back on. Well, according to TV, Greg Lambert's book is like he's a like. Pretty much Alex Shane is a talker. He's got like, the gift of the gab. Yeah. Sort of thing. And I think that's pretty much what's, what he has going for him. Yeah. So. You see, that that doesn't shock me. But, I, you know, that's what I mean. He's a great, he must be a fantastic salesman to get wrestling back on, you know, terrestrial TV, basically. Yeah. First time in 30, 40, whatever, many mm. years. But that only gets you so far. Because mm. people start to see through it. Yeah. So, I mean, let's see how it goes. If if the, if the smart, I mean, I'm guessing Grado's still champ. See, last time I'm guessing so because they've put a thing on like there's a picture on the Facebook where it says like they've got the World Sport tag belts. Yeah, it's like oh, who do you think is going to win the tag team titles or whatever? Right, right. So, so yeah, so I'm guessing Grado's still champ. Not, I wouldn't say is a good thing, but hey, they put him over Dave Mastiff, which seems stupid to me. Um... You know, but mm. Massive's not there now. He's in the WWE, so he's getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it'd be interesting. Let's, you know, I don't want to put it down. I want to enjoy it. I want to like it. Yeah. Let's hope it, we can. Mm. You know, no more freaking ladder matches to start shows. Yeah. TV, for fuck's sake. There's a ladder match. It goes eight minutes. Huh? <laughs> There's six guys in eight minutes. Six men. What? It's like though, um, 
what's it called? Bloody when um, AE podcast reviewed the X- XWF. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, we've got these matches. Like, we've got AJ Styles versus Kid Cash. And it's like, just as the match gets going, it's finished. Yeah. They get like even like two or three minutes. Yeah. It's and then you have like Kurt Henning against someone, which goes like all of like eight minutes. That's like the longest match on the TVD. Yeah. So. That's it. That's that's what we need to avoid. Uh, if you're going to do it, let's have. You know, it shows an hour long. Mm. Let's have. Three matches, 15 minutes-ish each. It gives you 15 minutes to do your the rest of your crap that you want to do. And your promo cutting or whatever. Well, you think you've got to factor in your promo cutting backstage segments and that, and then you've yeah. also got to throw in your adverts as well. Yeah, but that's that's fine. So, I only uh, I only want five or six minutes of backstage stuff. Yeah. I don't want... I, I don't even want 15 minutes of backstage stuff because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Mm. That's not going to make me watch your product. What's going to make me watch your product is matches. Yeah. Basically, I'm wondering if it's going to be like, are they going to have a big, are they going to have some sort of big show at the end or something, where they do a two-hour show or an hour show, where they're going to just well, have it, to. the belt run, like they run it like a season, and then they're off for a season, or are they going to do it? be interesting to see. I mean, if, they, if they're smart, I'd run it as a, I'd personally run it as a season and have a blow-off at the end as a big, yeah. a big thing. A two-hour show, maybe. Mm. You know, and you blow off all the feuds from that season, and then you can start a new season with new feuds. Yeah. Which makes sense. But if if they're going to try and run it like Raw and SmackDown as weekly episodic TV shows, that's going to take a lot of work, especially if you're not doing pay-per-views at the end. Yeah. Um, You know, and to do it all in an hour... It's going to be quite difficult. I mean, that's a big roster to do an hour show mm. with. You know, you probably need about 10 or 12 guys, really, I would say. Yeah. You don't need... Well, that's the thing. They're going to have to... Probably they're going to have... Knowing a possible format they might go with is like... Singles match or tag mm-hmm. match, women's match, main event. Yeah. You have to do three matches or whatever. Yeah. But then it's like you can't upgrade or defend the belt every week, or whoever the champions defend the belt every week to no. finish the show. Yeah, like, but he needs to do something important. He needs to do something on each show. But as you, get, well, no, he doesn't need to do something on every show. I mean, I would say on NXT the champ doesn't appear in every week. No, so I mean maybe they'll try and run it like that, which could be good. But there's usually something happening each week. Something important happens each week. Yeah, you know. Mm, I don't know. Be interesting, you know. I'm going to watch it. Be interesting to come back to it when we next pod and yeah. we watch either an episode or a couple of episodes, however many it is, and we can. Re- I wouldn't say review it, but we could give our, you know, to 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 say, you know, this is what fantasy booking. Yeah, really. That'd be interesting. Mm. I think that'd be quite. That'd be quite good. It'd be interesting to get, you know. The view, the listeners to say you know what you know how what they think of it what they've seen yeah you know mm. so it's exciting times for British wrestling really because like as yeah. we've kind of alluded to we've also got the um, NXT UK show starting that starts in a couple of weeks so uh, it's the first live first couple of live shows yeah I can't remember where it is I think it's it's not Cambridge is the end of the year. Liverpool's November. Oh, I don't know. 
They're doing like it's over two days and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like doing. I'm guessing they're gonna do like multiple recordings per time. Then it's every month or so is gonna be somewhere yeah. else. Gonna be oh, that'd be great. That you know, again, I think that's quite a so. good way of going about it. Um, I'm interested. I'm guessing they're going to run it like NXT, and it's going to be more a likely, weekly yeah. show. Yeah. Um, which would be quite. You know, that's good. I can only ask for more content like NXT. Mm. You know, just so I don't have to watch the main show shit. Um. <laughs> But I'm, I think that the possibly pushing for that to be on UK TV as well, possibly. Oh, right, that'd be interesting. I don't know what channel or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think they are going to try and shop it around the networks. So it's sort of, well, the sports town is like, oh, shit, we need to get something out. Like, yeah. Let's give them the kick in the arse they need, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's... Yeah, if it's if, if, if it's been picked up. Yeah. But uh, then again, people might be waiting to see a couple of episodes of it before they pick it up. Yeah, you know, but um, it, like, but it's like you look at you watch the actual tournaments they've done. Yeah, and like the the actual like when they filmed in black in like the Empress Ballroom. Yeah, like the actual the quality of the oh show yeah and yeah stuff. the quality of the production and everything. Yeah. The only thing that I don't like is the entrances, the entrance themes. Mm. They're all like they're so gen- they are generic creator wrestler theme. Pete Dunne is good. No, but now it is. When Pete Dunne, when, when he first when, when started, he first started yeah, in yeah. the UK tournament, it was the same generic shit as everybody else yeah. had. But now he actually has his own theme. It's like, that's a fucking awesome theme. Even Tyler Bate has his own theme now, which it's better than what he had at the UK tournament. The bloody rip-off of Sledgehammer. Yeah, but it's still better than what he had at the UK tournament. Like, you listen to bloody Wolfgang's theme. He's still got the same one as he had in the UK tournament. It's like, dead silence. It's like crickets. But it's because that theme doesn't give you anything yeah. to get excited for. It's like, and here's Wolfgang. And it's like... My name is Wolfgang. Yeah. It's just... it's just Cheer now for me. Yeah. There's probably... I've been wrestling since 2003. Yeah. There's probably a big big sign saying applause now, but people just are like, <gasps> like comatose. That's probably what happened if like we did a live show, walk out to crickets, and like we'd have to critique ourselves and bunk about it. Do you remember when Paul walked out? Crickets. <laughs> Do you remember when you walked out? Crickets. So I walked out, place went mental. Like, no, they didn't bunkle. Place will always go mental as I am the talent. <laughs> Consistently deliver audio gold. <laughs> Bollocks consistent. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure they're trying to get a, a TV deal off it. I don't know if they're still pu- pushing that or if they've gone, well, we've got the network. The network has enough people on it. Yeah, yeah. So it might be the case, cause like, but I think they are now trying to push for. To get NXT on TV in America. Yeah, yeah. So whether that, if that does happen, then the UK takes over that on the network, maybe on the Wednesdays? Oh, maybe. I know NXT is on TV in America. Ah, I didn't think it was. I think, I'm sure, the episode before TakeOver, not the last TakeOver, the one before Black won the title. Yeah. I'm sure somebody said that was on TV and did over a million viewers. Oh, right. Something. I'm sure I read that somewhere. I might be wrong. 
Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was just still online for now or something like. Yeah, but I don't um, think they can take it off the network. I think if you took it off the network, you'd lose that many subscribers to the network. Probably, yeah, because we wouldn't be able to watch it over here. Yeah, which would be the problem. Um, you know, if they started putting NXT on actual TV, yeah, I'd lose all opportunity to watch NXT. Mm. Because I'd have to record it and then hope that I can watch it when the wife's out. Yeah. Whereas at the minute, I can just jump in and watch it whenever I want. Yeah. Which is how I watch it. I binge watch it because I binge watch everything. Uh, and I'm not, I, I, you know, I don't do sitting and waiting for things. I'll just mm. binge watch it when it when I can. Yeah. So I like let it build up for like sometimes even three months, including pay-per-views. And then I'll just binge watch them all and get it, and get it done in the next few weeks. Kettle in the front room. Tea and coffee there on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Surrounded by snacks. <laughs> yeah, basically. But that's that's how I like to do things. That's how I, you know, think I need to, you know, it's how I feel most comfortable doing it. Yeah. Um. You know, and I'd do that with the UK stuff. Mm. You know, I'd let it build up for four weeks or so and then I'd binge watch it. But, you know, I'm more, I'm interested to see how they're going to do it because if you're going to run it alongside NXT because obviously Pete Dunn is the UK champion so I'm assuming he's appearing still. on the UK show yeah and he should still be the UK champion um so he's going to be on the UK show but also on NXT because he's involved in or has been involved in a lot of storylines on there but also at takeover shows so it's like, yeah, how are you going to do? How are you going to? How are you going to play this out? Is it? Is it? Does it run alongside and have its own takeovers, or does it run alongside and be part of NXT, but almost as a separate entity as I well? I think they're going to. They're trying to push for to move takeover to three hours, aren't they? At some this later. Right. This year. Okay. So then it would have its own. It probably you know, will tie into it. Yeah. Until they go. Well, we could do our own takeover now. Yeah. Because the, they can do like a, like a London takeover or. Yeah. Yeah. Liverpool, but go to a bigger place or whatever. Yeah, and all yeah, that sort of thing. Well, yeah, uh, they could do. I mean, it's again, it's something very interesting to see what they actually do with it. Mm. I mean, how, how I how I'd want it to be is, you know, your hour, your weekly hour shows, and then you are part of Takeover. Yeah, um, and there can be cross, you know, cross brand matches. However, you want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it cross-brand, but that is how you'd have to play it because at the moment you have a big bit and it's to build up the UK show, I understand. You have a lot of the UK guys involved in big storylines in actual, in NXT. Yeah. You know, so you have you can't then take them out of it because you've already elevated them to a higher level in that show. Yeah? And... You know, all these new guys that you're bringing in that people don't know. You're like, well, why is he having a, such a, you know, these fantastic matches with this guy who's already been elevated? Yeah. You run the risk of de-elevating the guys you've already elevated, which you don't want to do. Mm. Can't afford to do, really. Um, so it'll be quite, I mean, it'll be quite interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Finally, some of the guys who, you know, got knocked out in the first round of the first tournament and stuff like that, yeah. actually have stuff to do. Because mm. um, that's one of the things that I almost didn't like about the way they did the UK tournament the second time around. That you had some guys who were in the first tournament 
But then they all got beaten the first round of the first tournament and the second tournament. And then you had, like, Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher in it. They're on 205 Live. Yeah. That's not giving somebody from the yeah. UK a chance. They've mm. had, they've got their chance. They're on a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, they're on a show. I don't want to see them. I want to see up-and-coming UK guys. Mm. I want to see UK guys on the UK show. Yeah. You know, yes, okay, you can argue Jack Gallagher's from the UK. Yes, he is. He's got his opportunity. <laughs> Well, it's, it's a weird one, that, though, because then it sort of opened the door and sort of raised that question of well, what's going to happen with, like, Noam Dar and Jack Gallagher and the other Brit guys and that well, on 205 Live. Are they going to come over and yeah, do are they gonna the, do the odd appearance? Are they doing both? Are they doing... Are you doing 205 Live UK, which you can't really do because most of the guys are probably 205 or less. You can't do 205 Live UK. You'd have to have them... So... Yeah, it's like, is it... That's the question to me. Is like, is it going to act as a feeder territory mm. for NXT and Two Hundred Five Live to then on to the main yeah. roster type of thing? But it can't be used as a feeder territory because it's not going to build up enough. These guys are, you know, as soon as they become what I would say a stars or yeah. close to stars, you're going to be then moving them on to somewhere else and hoping that people still want to see the guys below them. Mm. And that's very hard to do, especially if you're moving around, which is what they've said they're going to do with it. Yeah. You know, it's a bit different. NXT is a feeder system because NXT doesn't move except for takeovers. Yeah. Uh, and then the the night after. But the rest of the time, it's Full Sail University. It's, down. It, you know, it's the performance centers in there. It's, you know, it's, it's encapsulated. Yeah. It's all in one place, which is easy. It's much easier to get that crowd invested in somebody seeing him every couple of weeks than it is moving around mm. and they get to see this person once every six months. Mm. So I'm interested to see what they do. I'm yeah. hoping it's like NXT, yeah. but it's based here. You know, and yeah, okay, they move it around, but it's still that, you know, it's still held in that regard. Mm. It's not just a, Oh yeah, just throw a few, you know, take a couple of them off and like every now and again, or, you know, Pete Dunne make an appearance once every year, yeah, or whatever. You know, he needs to be on a monthly pay per view. It preferably, it runs into like you say, takeover goes to three hours, and then there's the British always a UK title match on that show, yeah, or there's at least a British, you know, a, a UK well, tag I'm, title match. I'm guessing that because of. I think they've not done the Empress Boring because they're still doing work on it or whatever. But once yeah. they are, I believe they're back in there because WWE released it for three years. Yeah. Like they yeah. signed the contract for three years or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was rumours of them doing a show at the Tower in the circus yeah. at one yeah. point, but I don't know if that's going ahead or not or if it's... Probably been kiboshed. Yeah. But it's I think if they're going to do like a UK takeover show, like the ballroom would probably be like the place to do it at. Yeah, and definitely. And it's sort of... You're getting hundreds of people or thousands of people flocking here or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. To be fair, I mean, having I've never, I've never, I've never been the Empress Ballroom in uh, um, Winter Gardens. Yeah. But like, if they were going to do it at the Tower, I mean, I know that you could do you could you could do the circus, which would probably be the best place to do. It, but you could why didn't you, you could use the ballroom in the Tower. Yeah. Really? 
And having having fought in there a couple of times, you know, doing jiu-jitsu tournaments and whatnot, that's it's an amazing room. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's you know you could you could easily set up a ring in there and have. You know, I'm not going to say you're going to have tens of thousands of people, but you could have a thousand people or so. Yeah. You know, which probably um, about as similar to Full Sail. Peace the did that. Like, they, did show, they did the show in the ballroom and they didn't like it because like, I think the, the sound was lost or something. Like, the. Because right. of, of the way it is, like, the way yeah. they had it, whatever, you sort of lost, this, like, sound or something. Like, right, okay. And okay. it wasn't like it's sort of. Like, crowd reaction stuff. They sort of get yeah. so far and it's got. And dead. Right, right, okay. Like, no, that makes sense. That's understandable. But it's just you know, I was just thinking about other other places they could do it in Blackpool. Obviously, if they've got the issue with the Winter Gardens, but surely mm. they'll be fixing it soon. Yeah, you'd hope so. But you know, again, it's exciting times. It's exciting times to like to watch British wrestling. You know, and I mean, I mean, no disrespect to any of the indie promoters out there and whatnot. They've all done a great job because without them. This wouldn't be happening, you know. These people wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't be interested in this talent, in the talent that we have in the UK. Yeah. They wouldn't have noticed the talent that we have in the UK. But you are now feeder systems, unfortunately. To a degree, yeah. It's but at the end of the day, it's like it's. Better for these guys, like I think Mark Dallas said on in the first Insane Fight Club, he said to him, like, I want you guys to be able to say that you're a full time professional wrestler. Yeah. And now that like, they're sort of in WB's loop or whatever, yeah, yeah. And, like, along with progress and that. Yeah. So while they do lose top guys, it means means they need to push other yeah, guys yeah. or whatever or give other guys the chance. Yeah. Definitely. You know, it's 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 it can only be a good thing. Never, I would never say it's a bad thing. Because if at the end of the day, it all fails, all these talented guys are going to come back into the indie circuit. Yeah. And you're going to be able to watch these guys that you've seen on the network, that you've seen on TV, and you're going to be able to watch them and not have to pay ridiculous prices to do it. Mm. So... So otherwise, it RVD says on Bell Legal 97, it's like, it means RVD is worth more money here and more money elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. You know? So, it's, um... Can only be... Can only be beneficial. Chest pains? Yeah, it happens. <laughs> just start <heartburn. laughs> Um Yeah, speaking of, uh... British wrestling. At the uh, Pieces Review August anniversary show, their seventh anniversary, Pieces Review Stairway at seven. Oh. Um, if the canvas is done in time, you'll be able to see the Lost Art of Wrestling on there. Amazing. So, yeah. When, when did you get that confirmed? It's not been confirmed yet, but it's a half paid for it. Oh, yeah. So, awesome. it should be getting put on there in time for the seventh anniversary show. Cool. So. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. So, yeah. More listeners. Touch wood. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we've also had the the not-so-greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I did. 
wife. Yeah, I didn't. To be fair, I did. When I watched all the the promos and this, that, and the other, and I watched it, I was like, hmm. Yeah, it might be worth you staying up to watch that. And I just thought, nah. And then I saw the result and I was like, it's not. That's exactly what I expected to happen. Yeah, it's not worth going back and watching it. It was like, for me. It was akin to like if Rebellion and Insurrection were still being done nowadays, right? So just the standard, just in like Dubai or wherever it was. Yeah, it was uh, Saudi Arabia even? Yeah, Saudi Arabia yeah. was. And um, it was yeah, it, crap. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was reading stuff about it, like saying like they were paid like X amount of money for it, and they've been yeah. paid. They're doing going to be doing like two shows a year over there and all this yeah, sort of yeah. thing, like going on network and stuff. So they're getting money for it. But <laughs> some of the demands for people they wanted, they wanted Yokozuna, right? Okay, the Ultimate Warrior. Okay, <laughs> and there was a third one I can't think of, but those like the two that stuck out of like, yeah, we want Yokozuna and Ultimate Warrior to appear. Like, yeah, that's not going to happen. They're yeah. both dead. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it was also the fact that it's like it's yeah it's called the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, but it, what they actually meant was the biggest Royal Rumble. Yeah, but it was. <laughs> I'm going to sound like a complete racist now. Oh God! No, it's not that. It's like I I, I was on the old like Mark Wrestling Group. Oh yeah, and you'd always get these guys like come on, especially like. They grew up like idolizing great car. They're from that area, or they're from yeah. like India or whatever. Yeah, and they come on like, oh, this person is the best, or this person is the greatest. Yeah, always like take a fan of a like Roman Reigns fan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you look at the picture; it's like a Photoshop picture with them and like Roman Reigns, with <laughs> 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 them with the belt, it's like looking serious. Like, yeah, you just look like a cunt. <laughs> um. And it was always one of them. It's like I sort of, sort of imagine one of them just sat there. Like, what should we call it? It's like call it Greatest Royal Rumble. Okay, why? Because it is the greatest. Like yeah. Okay, just sit sit in the corner now. The, the men are talking. Yeah. As we say, and why I, did they need a rumble show? Why did they need a rumble just to get everybody on? I'm guessing so. You know what I mean? But it's like, I think that's what whoever, the guy, yeah. the businessman, organiser, whatever, that play was said, like, yeah, we want a Royal Rumble. Yeah. But we want a big one. Yeah, yeah. All right, 50 men, that'll do. Yeah. I see. Um, but yeah, there's, there's talk of them now doing two manias. One there and one here. Uh, well, one Possibly in there one or whatever, there. yeah. But then, the sort of, possibly, you hit, they were hit, Going back and forth, the idea of doing like one, I think in 2020, doing like one in the America, yeah, one in Canada, like later, oh, right, in, okay. later in the year, right. But then there's talk of them doing like a WrestleMania over there, like in Saudi Arabia. But they always said akin they... to like the like the greatest Royal Rumble, right? But they always they've always said that they can't do that because of the time differences, yeah, and you can't have a WrestleMania on. Outside of the American, you know, like yeah, the 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 their their time zones type of thing. 
But, I mean, to me, that would be stupid. At the end of the day, you'd lose all value of the name WrestleMania. Yeah. No matter how much they're going to pay you to do it, you just lose the value of it. Nobody care. And then you end up devaluing the most valuable name you've got, most valuable product you've got. But it's not... I say, I didn't watch it. I have no intention of watching it. I probably won't watch it in the next ones. <laughs> you're not. It was a very box standard show, to be fair. So you're not yeah. missing much. Like, well, you can read the results and go, yeah, I'm glad I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much from what I understand, the highlight of it was Titus O'Neil falling over and sliding under the ring. Which I actually missed. I was looking away. <laughs> <laughs> and I only saw the replay. Like, what the fuck's happened? It's like, oh, Titus is under the ring. Yeah, but it's probably giving him a job for life. Probably. Yeah. Since he's never done anything with his career, really. Mm. And they're not really interested in pushing or investing in his character or the, you know, talent agency gimmick that they gave him or assume he came up with. You probably watched Step Brothers one night was like, hmm, Prestige Willow. Titus Worldwide. Yeah. It's like Vince and I bought your boat. Why? I need to go out and film boats and nose. <laughs> no, but like, I think, I mean, the way I look at it, okay, Titus Worldwide still exists. It's still him and Apollo Crews. Great. Oh, sorry, Apollo. Or does he have the Crews back? I can't remember. He got rid well, of then, the Crews because of the, that shooter or whatever it's called, the surname Crews. Yeah, but then there's there was Dana Brooke, who now doesn't appear to have that gimmick anymore. Just cause. It was like, never explained. It was just, yeah, she stopped doing that now. <laughs> All right. Why? Can I Can I have some Can I have some feedback? No, she's a heel. You mean she's a heel? Why? <laughs> <laughs> explain this to me. Because Sasha Banks needed somebody to botch on. Oh, right. Surely Sasha's a heel then. No, Sasha never heel. Sasha is always heel. Yeah, it's um, just to follow up on the two WrestleMania thing. By this is on a couple of websites. Um, one of them being ScreenRant dot com. Basically, just saying like, uh, where is it? There we go. Uh, WrestleMania thing on strong since nineteen eighty five, and access to it never failed to draw in new subscribers each spring to the network. Uh, now, though, a sports website Barnburner is reporting that WWE isn't content with only one WrestleMania event per year and plans to add another annual WrestleMania to its schedule by 2020. Now, obviously, until WWE makes an official comment on that report, it's been taken with more, with more than a grain of salt. Yet the move wouldn't be unprecedented. Just this year, in fact, they had the greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, WWE's idea with holding a second WrestleMania is reportedly something to do, sim- to do something similar to that, broadcasting the event from a large stadium well, a large international market in a stadium, whatever. If implemented, WWE would reportedly keep the standard WrestleMania event in April while putting the other one on on in October. Right, okay. Interestingly, added in a second yearly menu could enable WWE to finally satisfy its overseas fans who constantly beg for WrestleMania to be held in their country. Unfortunately, WrestleMania hasn't taken place outside the US since the rock battled Hogan back in 2002, and even though it's never travelled further than Canada. 
Uh, time zone differences make the idea of broadcasting WrestleMania live on the network from somewhere other than non- North America a bit of a non-starter as it would require stateside fans to tune in at a far time, time far from the standard 8pm EST. Yeah. However, WWE didn't have a problem showing the greatest Royal Rumble in the afternoon. Yeah. At 5 o'clock or whatever it was. Yeah. Because well, it's 5 it o'clock a, over here. Because it was a nothing pay-per-view. But that's the problem. You're going to end up giving us a WrestleMania banner but then it not actually feeling like a WrestleMania. Yeah. Which is why I'm saying it's going to devalue your product. It's going to devalue the name WrestleMania. What you're actually saying to us is, here's the real WrestleMania on in April for the Americans and at their time frames. Yeah. Here's the fake WrestleMania where you will be given the, exactly the same matches as you were at WrestleMania with exactly the same results. You know, it's not going to get better. That's not well, a good thing. Yeah, so what, what would they be? It would be Res- 36? Yeah, WrestleMania 36A and 36B. Yeah, so here's WrestleMania 36. Here's WrestleMania 36.5. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be rubbish. <laughs> but apparently why they've, they've done away with the numbers because they don't want it to seem old, from what I heard now. Like, oh, you know, right. they've got, like, when they do like the logo, it just yeah. says, like, you sell it. WrestleMania yeah. 22 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done away with the numbers now because they don't want Vinnie Mac doesn't want it to, to appear old and dated to people. Right. Okay. That's why they've, well, they've, they've also the got Super away. Bowl's called Super Bowl number sixty odd. Yeah. It doesn't seem old. But <laughs> he also wanted them to do it with the granddaddy of them all because again it seems old. The granddaddy of them all. Right. Okay. So they've literally just like cutting off the numbers now, even though like wrestling fans still call that. Oh yeah, it was WrestleMania. 27 or whatever. As long as they don't start calling it a celebration of life and all that shit. Oh, right. Not again. A celebration of life. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, like, it's WrestleMania. <laughs> the showcase of the immortals. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> the showcase of the immortals. A celebration of life and he's WrestleMania, baby! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yeah, a celebration life. Randy Borton walks out. <laughs> Fucking Z's. <laughs> and some two nobodies singing the national anthem. Yeah. Never heard of you, never heard of you. And now here's Florida coming out singing his song. The <laughs> yeah. official theme for WrestleMania, all one of them. And here's this person doing their official theme for WrestleMania. It's like, yeah. can, can we have the first match now, please? Yeah. It's like that, to be fair, that... I know they don't have like they don't normally have live performances at NXT takeovers, but every NXT takeover has two official songs. Yeah, it's like no, it doesn't. That just means neither of them official to me. Pay per views have one song. Yeah, and it's supposed to mean something because it's supposed to tell you the story of the fucking main event. The problem is though, when you find like an old like new metal song or something like an old like. Like American, like indie rock yeah. song, and you're going through the comments on YouTube, and it's like some like the 2002 like backlash brought me here, and you're like, no, fuck off, <laughs> <laughs> don't date this. <laughs> <laughs> As I found, uh, what was it? Was it there was a I think it was like Cyber Sunday 2005 or something. Right. It was like the theme for that was on YouTube somewhere, and I was like scrolling through the comments and saw that it's like. Cyber Sunday 2005 brought me here. I'm like, no! <laughs> that was 13 years ago. <laughs> oh, 
it'd be like saying like Limp Bizkit My Way for Mania 17. Yeah. Like, Still it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean though. That that song told the story of that main event basically. And it was yeah. fantastic. Fantastic promo package. But that's how it should always be, which is why it should only be one fucking song. Yeah. So But yeah. Um yeah, there's the jumping back to NXT. You've had the Gargano Champa feud still ongoing. Yeah, I'm gonna get some hate, but I can't say I particularly enjoyed either of the first two matches. Like I, I'm still a bit behind. Yeah, I seen, I saw, I saw this. I saw the first match, um, and I saw the street fight. Yeah. Is that the one Gargano so won? The first one's the one Gargano won where he uses the knee brace to make him yeah, tap in the Gargano really escape. Good, I thought. It was okay. I didn't really like the finish. Um, that whole thing with the knee brace, I thought it made it... I, I didn't think yeah, it worked. It, I don't like the Gargano escape. I'll be honest. I think you could easily get out of it. And I'm like, that is exactly why Chris Benoit didn't do that. Because it's easy to get out of. Mm. So, unfortunately, I have, I I'm unable to suspend my disbelief for that move. Yeah. Which unfortunately ruins half of these matches, because that's all he ever tries to do. So it's like, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> but then there's there's times when, you know, it's. Like the second one, yeah, that I did like. You know, um, I like. I can't just say I. I like the ending. I like that Champa went over in the most heelish way possible, basically, and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the fact these guys hate each other and consistently beat the crap out of each other. Mm. It makes perfect sense. But you know they've done they've done the whole oh they've thrown him into the barricade and then drove them through a table with their finisher or you know three times now yeah and had the other one sat above and it's like yeah okay just because it was a great moment the first time doesn't mean when you recreate it again and again it's still the same moment mm. it's not yeah it's been it's gone. And yeah, I'm just a bit tired of it. I'm a bit, and I'm a bit. To be fair, I suppose that leads to me being a bit tired with almost with. I would say the NXT crowd as well, mm. just because they have a tendency to chant "This is awesome" at every match, and some of them are not. They're yeah. just not good, and you're chanting "This is awesome," and it's like. Why? Why is it it's, awesome? It's not a thing that I found with um, like wrestling fans when something this is awesome. They're like someone is doing a move. Yeah. Like when we said before, like about I think Paul when Paul went off his little tangent about Wrestle Kingdom or just like people doing flips. Yeah. It's like someone does a flip 
land barely lands on people and they're chatting yeah. this is awesome. It's like, yeah. well, no, it's not, it's just a flip. Mm. Yeah, it's it's I didn't get a this is awesome chant. No. Didn't get a this is wrestling chant. Yeah. <laughs> because we just kicked fuck out of each other. <laughs> so it's Yeah, it's frustrating but, in, in a way. Yeah. Um but uh, you know, I suppose they have to try and find some way to put the title on Gargano since he gets beat by everybody <laughs> and then comes out and demands a title match the next week and gets it. Oh, yeah. Do you know that's how it works? Yeah. Well, this is or what like, pisses me off. You keep losing the pay-per-views, yeah. but then you just win the number one contenders match on Raw that makes you number one contender. Yeah. Shit. It's crap booking. Sorry. That's, that's Roman Reigns for you. Yeah, but Johnny Gargano is like the Roman Reigns of NXT. <laughs> he is. You know, he went on a big-ass losing streak. Hmm. I want a title match with Andre Cian Armas. Yeah, okay, you got it. I'm sorry. He beat you. Why have you got another match? Oh, you lost again. I want another... No! No! Yes, it was great. Box it up. Send it off. It's done. The same match again isn't as great as the first one. Hmm. It doesn't work. <laughs> that sort of thing like, so what's going to happen this time around, Johnny? Well, I'm going to try and beat him again. Well, yeah, you tried that last time. You didn't win. <laughs> yeah. But how many times can you explain that and yet still give him another title shot? Mm. Maybe, I, I mean, I shouldn't I shouldn't be like this about NXT because the, the main product is that bad. But it's just, maybe I, maybe I don't like Johnny Gargano. Maybe that's what it maybe. is. Because... I can't, I can't, he's like, oh, he's the perennial underdog who always loses. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, um, you've, you've got beat by Almas, you got beat by this guy and this guy. Oh, face Pete Dunne for the UK title. Why? He's American. Pete Dunne went over. It was half decent. Right. Oh, he's lost again. Oh, yes. Title match with CN Almas. Two in a row, in fact. He lost. Red Sheeran's getting so angry. <laughs> Me- meanwhile, like, Alistair Black, undefeated pretty much all the time. You know, basically undefeated. Mm. You know, gets gets his title match against Almas. Fine. He beat Almas in his debut match. Yeah. Makes perfect sense that he'd beat him again. Makes perfect sense. And then that gives you the opportunity to do what you did and move Armas up to the main roster mm-hmm. where he belongs and should be having better matches than he is, from what I understand. Um, but where he belongs. Yeah. Alistair Black, great. Still undefeated. Seems to be. And you know what? They did a really good thing because it, it was basically nobody can kick out of the Black Mass. So. Fights Lars Sullivan, who catches Black Mass, because he's a much bigger guy, and it makes perfect sense that he would, mm. and that he would withstand this kick, because he's such a big guy, and he's the way he's been booked. Great. Makes perfect sense. He goes over, because he hits him twice with it, and breaks his jaw, according to Kayfabe. Great. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. That was good. He was selling the jaw partway through after the first kick. You know, and partway through the match and continue to sell it afterwards. 
great booking. It's fine, no issues with that. Having him face Champa makes perfect sense. He called him out a couple of weeks ago on NXT. Makes perfect sense to me. You know, he called him out. He didn't get chance because Eric Young came out and we needed to move him up to the main roster. So we'll waste his title shot <laughs> and send him off up to SmackDown as well. So, you know, maybe, yeah. It must just be that I hate Gargano. Not that I do hate him, but I just can't. I can't believe his his shit. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't get into the whole. You always lose. You always get title shots. It's a strange one. But it's like because I like. I'm not watching much like next season because I can't binge it like you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watch the odd episode every now and then where it's like, oh, TakeOver's coming up. I need to watch these three weeks to catch up to where, to sort of have a clue what's going on. Um, yeah. And then I might sort of, I'll sort of drift in and out of watching or whatever. And yeah. That's, yeah. It's all right, TakeOver. Okay, it's him and Gargano. But it's main event. Yeah. It's like, okay, this should be really good then. And it is. Yeah. And then, but he like the last one he lost. Yeah. Well, that's it. He, so, the, the two, you know. But then, he, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna? I I I won a title match. But you lost like a yeah. takeover. Yeah. Well, that's what he does, though. He just comes out and says, "Oh, I want another title shot." But you lost. It's like, well, I want I want Champer again. I want you know, best of three or whatever. Well, no, he's moved on from this. You know what I mean? And he yeah. comes out and basically says, I've moved on from this. You know, I've been you. I have nothing left to prove. You have to consistently try and prove me wrong. I don't have to prove you wrong because I'm a heel and I don't care. <laughs> the, well, the thing that came to mind when I uh thinking about it was I reckon it's going to go to like war games possibly mm. and have like Team Gargano against Team Champa. Well, it could do. And, so. and to be fair, it'd be all right. You know, even if you did it that way and I'd win a walk out with the title. But, you know, again, it's... Even then, you know how it's going to play out. It's going to basically be Johnny gets left on, on his own, has to take on two or three of them and ends up, you know, against the odds, fighting his way back to leveling it a one-all. And it's just him and Tommaso and then Tommaso goes over. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've booked it. Yeah. So I'm not, I'll get hate for it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I thought. You're a wrestling, you're a wrestling fan, that's what you do though. Yeah. You express your opinion and get hate for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, I just don't, I'm just not, I'm not that into it. You know. I don't, I don't know what more to say. Um. You know, I'm a couple of weeks behind as it is um, with NXT. Yeah. Um, you know, if we're talking, you know, about the last takeover, really, that was, you know, I thought it was a great show. I thought that the street fight was better than the first match between Gargano and Champa. I thought, mm. I thought the way the heel went over was good. It made him look like a chicken shit heel, which is kind of what he is. You know, um, and 
Well, I liked how they went to sort of the lengths of like even like pulling back the bloody canvas and that and yeah. showing you the boards. Yeah, and, like, yeah. The DDC on the boards and that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so you know, I was in that was that match was good. I said I thought Black and Sullivan was quite good. Um, Velveteen Dream and Ricochet was okay. Um, I expected a little bit more from that match, if I'm honest. I kind of expected that match to be like a show stealer. But that was actually the first match on the card, which was the tag match, which was excellent. Um, you know, I think um, for for two, what I would describe as plain guys, yeah. Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch do quite a good job. Mm. You know, um, they, you know, they have no right to to be there really. You know, the, they both come out, they both wear black. They, you know. And they became a tag team because they feuded over like three weeks. But it was good. You know, that made perfect sense. It made sense that they didn't win as well. Um, so I can't argue with that. It was, you know, that was a that was a decent show. And considering I don't particularly like Roderick Strong either. I thought that was quite good. Um, but that's just because, I, again, I don't get it. You know, Mr. Backbreaker. It's not even so much that that I don't get. It's the, ow. You know, oh, music hits and I think, oh yeah, yeah, it's not, it's all right, it's all right. Straight walks down to the ring, stands on the apron, ah, gets down. Yeah, okay, right. That's that's, that's well got me interested. No, it's not. And it's like. So, what's your story? I'm a dude. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, what's your gimmick? I have really small boots. Yeah. And I do backbreakers. You see, I don't mind that. I don't mind the backbreakers, but don't tell me it's a massive feat of strength when he picks up a 230-pound guy. Or a 250-pound guy. Yeah. Yeah? Don't tell me it's a massive feat of strength. It's not. I understand he's... You know, uh, uh, he's a smaller guy. He's under two hundred and five pounds. He could be in the, that show and whatnot, but that doesn't mean that it's a feat of strength when he picks up an, what they would call a normal size guy. Yeah, I'm a two hundred thirty pound man. Mm. Yeah, and I'm just a normal dude walking down the street. Yeah, yeah. But you'd tell it. You'd say it's a great feat of strength because he's picking <laughs> up the backbreaking me. It's not. Well, if you're going with the um, Corey Graves sort of logic of commentary. I'm going to reference every Pantera song and album I can. That was a vulgar display of power by Roderick Strong there. <laughs> as he picked up that 230 pound man. Oh, he's far beyond driven. Well, you know, I can't argue with Corey Graves. <laughs> Cox is doing the pose. But, yeah, it's... It's one of them... Really? Trying to think what else has happened. Um, the Andre documentary came out. Didn't watch it. I have. I'm going to be fair here. I, I, I think I would find it boring. I didn't. It was, quite, it was quite like an insight into the guy, not just as a wrestler, sort of. It took you behind like his personal life and stuff as well. Right, right, okay. Um,. There was the Ric Flair 30 for 30 came out, but I've not watched it yet. Right. That's meant to be really good. Okay. 
Um, there's the Mauro Ronaldo documentary came out. I've not seen that. It's uh, it was another one. It's like on the biography channel, or whatever. Like similar to the Andre one, but it's like yeah. talking about him and bit like his bipolar disorder and all that sort okay, of thing. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, but uh, there was that video came out of Mauro Ronaldo at I think Takeover doing right. commentary when he's like leaping out of his seat. Oh and yeah, yeah. Getting proper into it. Like, yeah. I fucking love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, um, but that's why. To be fair, that's why I think everybody liked Ronello so much. Yeah, because he is into it, you yeah. know, and and it comes across that he is. Um, Braun Strowman's money in the bank. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that. monster in the bank. I expected that. Well, I mean, when you, to be fair, <laughs> that's one of the few bits of the main roster show that I have watched recently. Um, I watched the Raw before Money in the Bank. Mm. Just shits and giggles, really. Yeah. I knew I was never going to watch Money in the Bank. Uh, I'm going to say that now. As I, the the only the things that I'm interested in on Raw weren't going to happen weren't happening in Money in the Bank. Really. Yeah. Um, I could have called Strowman winning as soon as I saw the lineup, and Alexa Bliss winning was a nice surprise. Because I thought they'd seriously dropped off on her. And she's one of the re- only reasons I watch Raw. And I see all the hate on Facebook, on Twitter, and all this, that, and the other. At the end of the day, a month earlier, you all wanted her. And yeah. you all wanted Strowman to win these things. You all mm. wanted it. And then suddenly, because they've got, oh, they're being pushed there, Vince's guys, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's like, bollocks. Bollocks. You know what I mean? Utter garbage. And like, I've been reading like, all the things like how, oh, Alexa Bliss is horrible when she's on offense and she's terrible in ring and blah, blah. You loved her a bump for go. Yeah? <laughs> I just remember you saying before we came on the air, like mentioning Braun Strowman about the, uh, course, what happened at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, Exactly. Um, so of course you don't you've not seen Wrestlemania because you've been in a cave yeah but you're somehow picking this podcast up yeah <laughs> of course Braun Strowman had did he have the tag belts or did he go no he won the tag belts at won, Wrestlemania he won the tag belts at Wrestlemania by picking a child out of the crowd as his tag team partner yes who did nothing yes called Nicholas yes and the tag team division has not recovered since. No. Um, but, but <laughs> to which the the Brit Rest troll on Twitter decided to tweet out the day after. Don't think Braun Strowman picking the chat out of the audience means it's okay for you to you to do it, Brit Rest. Some of you shouldn't be around children. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! And that was like the last tweet they've put out since April. Bloody hell! So yeah, um, well yeah, it's you know that at the end of the day, I don't like I don't like what they did as Nia Jax's champ anyway. Mm. Um, I don't care for really in ring. 
and the whole going for a the whole storyline the way they did that was so stupid yeah oh look the mean girl's picking on poor naya and it's like oh she's shown everybody you can you know you can be a champion too she's three times as big as the girl she's beat yes i'm not part of the whole storyline no but the, no like I thought it yeah was. they're trying to say that yeah that's what they're trying to say but i, I that's not the way that i mean it yeah yeah, yeah. That's not what I mean. What I mean is, she is, as you know, she's basically. It's like China back in the day. Mm. That's what the that's 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 you know, taking on, I don't know, say, Tory Wilson. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not a fair contest. You know, no matter well, how. That's when you're seventeen, was it China Ivory? Yeah. It's not a fair contest. No, no. matter no, no matter how good the smaller competitor is, how athletic they are, how fast they are, whatever. As soon the the story they were telling was as soon as they get caught, that it's over. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. But you built Nia Jax had never been built as a weak person. It was a weak personality. She was built as this strong woman who the whole roster always needed to take out of any type of rumble or battle royal or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Kin to the big show. Yeah. So she's not an underdog. She can't be an underdog. That's like that's like saying that if Brock Lesnar was to fight Nicholas, Brock Lesnar would be the underdog. No, he's not. <laughs> He'd murder him. Do you know what I mean though? That's what they're trying to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great. Her versus Ronda Rousey. Yes, yeah. I agree. She is the underdog in that fight. Oh, well, you can't armbar me. I'm sorry, Asuka armbarred you several times. We know that you're going to get armbarred. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Ronda Rousey is a former professional fighter. She has to be billed like Brock Lesnar is billed. Mm. Yeah? Unstoppable force. Yeah. Yeah? Fine. But in terms, you know, in terms of Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax, she's Nia Jax can't be the underdog. Yeah. You can't tell me this story that she's the underdog because, oh well, you know, she's been bullied all her life. I'm sorry. Did you, any of you have any? What have you? Are you assuming that people don't watch Total Divas? Are you assuming that people have have no idea about Alexa Bliss's backstory? Yeah, this is a girl who had an eating disorder, was in hospital. Yeah, and it's taken all of her will and all of her fight to get to where she is so that she's a healthy person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's an underdog story. But because she's the heel, we can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a true underdog story. Being The Rock's cousin and being a model and a power lifter and having everything given to you because of who you are, you're not an underdog. Yeah. So... You know that was that. That's it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Some of this shit. So what else has been happening in wrestling? Not really right that. Lesnar's not been showing up. We've got Roman Reigns in the main event again. Because, fuck you, basically. Um. Well, that and. Well, who else are going to put in the main event? Strowman's carrying the briefcase, so you can't really have him in it. And 
there's nobody else left. You know, KO has been bitched out for months, years. Sami Zayn's now off injured, but has been bitched out for years. Bobby Lashley is a milky brew. And is as dull as such. Um, Christ, even his entrance is dull. <laughs> Though I saw on the Watchmania, he, uh, there was one match he was in where he had like his Nike headband on. Oh. And the referee had to like tell him to flip it over because it had the Nike logo on show. Yeah. You see, I can't I can't stand Lashley. Um he's, he's just boring. They're all so boring. Like Ziggler coming back and winning the Intercontinental Belt. Did it matter? No. Because mm. you took it off the guy who was building it into something. And it's just like, ah, Dolph goes over. No no chase, no build. Boring. They put them in an Iron Man match and expected yeah. people to bat, you know, to be into this shit. And it's like, well, with no build, no one cares. He came back, he won the title. They've feuded ish. Seth Rollins should be doing much more, much better things. Well, not only that, but the crowd seemed to shit all over that match with the fucking clock. Well, here's the thing: when your new US champion goes four. Pins to zero down within eight minutes. Yeah. I'm sorry, but who's going to buy it? Who buys that this guy's the champ? No one. He's How can you put a belt on someone and bury them at the same time? Mm. This is how you do it. Because you've clearly said he's not good enough. But then he's ended up winning in overtime of some kind. It's like... And he won through fuckery, if I remember correctly. So, he can only win through fuckery. And is that bad that he can get pinned three times by the same guy in eight minutes? That's not good booking. That's terrible booking. That's why people didn't care. Terrible booking. <laughs> so, it like, they brought Drew McIntyre back and stuck him with Dolph. And they're like, oh yeah, we still they still think that he's, you know, he's got the capability to be a WWE champion someday. He's dull. Mm. You don't being a henchman is dull. You're not doing anything. And to be fair, I'm not I wasn't that into his NXT run. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I don't know what you what your opinion is. Um I've never understood like the whole thing with Drew Drew uh, McIntyre. Um, like, because like they put him with like the whole three man band thing. He had his free little three man band run. Yeah, they got rid of him, brought him back, gave him the NXT belt. Yeah, then put him on main roster, and now he's just sort of like there again with Ziggles. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. It just doesn't... It's like, why? Yeah. If he was NXT champion, then why does he Why does he need to be a henchman? Surely he mm. should come in on his own two feet. No? Even Big E. You know, that, that's the last person who won the NXT title and then just came in as a henchman. It was Big E, and he was Dolph Ziggler's henchman. Yeah. 
you know, what happened to his career? It flatlined until the New Day came along. And I can't stand that. But don't forget he punched AJ in the tear. Oh, yeah. It was that. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, no. (laughs) AJ nearly dead by heart. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I'm just... I don't know. It's not... It it doesn't work for me. It doesn't make sense. Mm. You know, what they did with Dolph Ziggler doesn't make sense. You know, winning the US title, then leaving, and then coming back a week later. Yeah. It was like, why? How does this make any sense? Mm. It's just... I understand they've given him a new new deal and whatnot, but... The, the boy needs to repackage completely. Yeah. He needs to be completely repackaged, re-gimmicked, even, possibly even sent to NXT to try out new gimmicks. Because he's not getting time to do it on Raw. Mm. Um, you know, it's... Like, I mean, what they're doing with Finn... You know, look at Finn nowadays. It's like, oh, he won that US ti- the, the the title, but then got injured and had to go away. And has never had a title shot since. Yeah. But it's oh. okay because Balor Club is for everyone. Yeah, but that does what does that mean? Exactly. It means nothing. Who's in his club? Him. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's for everybody. Yeah, but the the the, the point of it was that it was a faction. Ah mm. oh, no, it's just him. Okay then. Tumbleweeds. You know, he's having matches with Drew McIntyre. A henchman. Yeah. A fucking henchman. Where Where's this going? Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, much like your career. <laughs> what? Brutal. Well, I've got to be. It's fair. Another one that I'm not I'm not sold on. Bimbala. Don't like it. Since all dropping the ge- the demon thing. And like to be fair, since that feud, which was terrible. Yeah. You know, it's you know, it's the same thing every night. Oh, he gets worked over, he gets worked over. Oh look, he's making a comeback. Look, a drop kick. A drop kick. A drop kick off the top rope. A stamping drop kick. He wins. Oh, great. So glad I stayed up to watch these drop kicks. Oh, maybe that's just me. Coxie's nodding his head, by the way. Sorry, yeah. Um... Yeah. It's like, he went away. He came back. Yeah, we'll put him in the next tee. We're like, push, push, we'll give him the belt. Yeah. And then... He's just sort of come to nothingness. Yeah, it has. Like I thought, the whole point of him like coming back was to bring him in, and then he gets a big push, like yeah, like yeah. a world title sh- yeah. shot or whatever. Like, or well, that's what I thought they were gonna do. Do something with him. Yeah, do something. It's like you could even say with this with Cian Almas on SmackDown, do something with him. He's come in and had a feud with Sin Cara. Sinkara, I, th- I thought I thought he was on fucking 
what's its face? That. 205 Live. Yeah. I didn't even realise you were still on Smackdown. I've seen hours do something. Apparently he is, um, he's like a Max boy. Good. Put the belt on him. Have him, ha- have the chase be interesting. At the moment, AJ Styles is just beating everybody and the, whoever's going for it isn't entertaining me. You know, the feud with Nakamura, it wasn't good. Mm. You gave us that match at WrestleMania and told us how amazing it was going to be because it was going to be like Wrestle Kingdom. And... It wasn't. No. <laughs> it was like something. It was like stepping in gum. Yeah, he's sort of, he's sort of a bit disappointed with uh, Nakamura. I am. Like, I think it's the way he's been gimmick? booked, though. Well, you can't. You're going to say you can't speak English and you just kick people in the nuts. I don't even mind that. I don't mind that. You know, the whole, like, he basically gives an interview in English and then, go, and then when they ask him a question about, like, nutshelling people, goes, Sorry, no, I speak English. I think it's quite funny. I think it's quite sarcastic. I think it's quite. I don't. I don't mind that. I just. My problem is. Is where is it going? Yeah. They've put the US belt on him. Great. Now keep it. Yeah. And I don't mean for twelve months. I don't mean for three hundred days. I mean for eight years. So daft. Build that fucker up. Yeah. I, so, so I mean, I don't know if uh, um, I listen to How to Wrestling mm-hmm. um, about Nakamura. All right. And what they did in New Japan was the whole... The King of Strong Style is a heel gimmick because it was basically that he didn't like all the flip to do namby pamby crap. Yeah. Yeah, and he wanted to take it back to its roots of Strong Style Wrestling, like these Japanese roots, yeah, of which is Strong Style Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And he won like their version of the Intercontinental title. Hell, for six years. Never once had a, a world title fight in that during that time, yeah. but held that belt for six years. Jesus. Yeah, but it made that belt feel important. Yeah, it it, it was more coveted than the actual world title mm. because that would change hands, whereas this never did. Yeah, and he led a faction of guys that were, which is why he was the king of Shang style. They were all trying to bring back this style of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. You could easily do that. Yeah. yeah? Oh, I don't like all this flip de do running around Namby Pamby crap. Yeah? Keep it. You've got a perfect foiler there in Jeff Hardy, who, yeah, okay, is a more old school WWE style wrestler, but he's still known for his high spots and his flip de do's. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they're not like ricochet flippy doos or whatever, but it's still what he's known for is high flying. Hmm. Yeah. Just having just ground wrestle this guy and like, you know, keep retaining the title, but looking strong doing it. I'm not saying make him look weak doing it, make him look strong doing it. Yeah. So, he's the king of strong style. And build on that. They won't though. He'll get beat by Borton next week. Yeah. He'll, he'll lose, he'll lose through another Randy Orton promo. He'll lose the title to Borton on an episode of SmackDown. Yeah, and then clean. Like, yeah, the following week he'll get a rematch and lose, and then the pay per view will be like Orton versus. It'll be Orton Nakamura. It'll just be Orton versus Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy, and be like, yeah, but he's beaten both of them multiple times. Why do I care? 
Well, they won't even have Nakamura on the pay-per-view. Yeah. It's be Orton, well, Borton, Hardy. Yeah. I was just like, so he's pointless. Transitional champ. Definition of. <sighs> but, you know, I can only hope. I can only hope that they do it right. Well, then, uh, jumping over to the the the, uh, the Orient. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, Kenny Omega is a new IWGP champ. Yes. I've read about it. I've not seen it. You need to. All right, okay. I I need to... I I will have to acquire it via means. <laughs> um, yeah, he won the belt from Okada. After, I think he held it for... Nearly two years? Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, I think um, it was. I'm sure it's like it's around the four hundred day something five hundred day mark. Right. Uh, let's double check. Kazuchika Kada. And of course Alan uh, Lewis got to go and see him in Manchester. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. Right. Lucky fuckers. 720 days and 12 defences. Nice. So, uh, let's look at Brock Lesnar in comparison. <laughs> okay. Universal Champion. So, where's his reign? Let's find his reign. Not UFC. Universal Champ, here we go. Four hundred and eighty days. Okay. Hmm. But he's not putting anywhere near his quality matches. Well, there's that, and he's barely defended it. Yeah. That's true. And even then, the past, however many times he's like defended it against Roman Reigns, four times. Something, something like that. Yeah. Daft, like. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, like, matches in between, so to speak, is what you saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's just him and Be- him and Reigns all the time in the main event. Yeah. Whereas at least Okada's been facing other guys. It's like what I was saying to you about Goldberg when he had the belt. And he rarely, like, I think he did, like, one pay-per-view appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of stupid, really. So. It's daft, but... Yeah, I'll have to ca- I will have to catch it. Because, you know, it's one of them that I, I want, I did want to see, but, you know, I just not had the opportunity to. Mm. Um, you know, and if it, it's as good as the first two, then it's only going to be amazing, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's it's a, it's a long match, but it is really good. And the, the story they tell telling that is just it's brilliantly done. Like, right. Superb. So Cool. 
I say. Um, I'll have to look into it. But other than that, the only thing I know is did Bullet Club disband or something? Or like split? Are you referring to like Cody Rhodes and that? Yeah, yeah. It, it was a weird thing of like, I've not been into it properly because of course like Cody Rhodes and the the Young Bucks are in All In. Right, the All yeah. In event on the 1st of September. Yeah. And they sold 10,000 tickets for it and all this. Um, but it's, they're, uh, they have this like little YouTube show called Being the Elite. Right. And there was something like that where, where they've, they kicked out Kenny Omega and then they brought him back, but then they kicked out someone else and brought it. There's a whole right, okay. thing. But the, <laughs> there was a funny video they put up just after Wrestle Kingdom, I think it was. Um, and this being the elite and they're like, they're all sat eating. Yeah. And so you've got like Kenny on one side and Cody on the other. And like Cody's staring at Kenny and he eats some of it. Right. And then it pans to Kenny and Kenny like eats some of it. But <laughs> Cody like and picks up some of it and eats that. And all of a sudden Kenny Rose like a big chicken like <laughs> picks that up. And then Cody Rose has got a fucking Sunday. <laughs> Where are they getting this food from? <laughs> then that young boy's like, what are you doing? So, just eating. Right, okay. <laughs> it was just really weird how they did it, but then there was this whole thing of like, um, Omega and Ibushi, Kota Ibushi, have this like tag team called like, the Golden Lovers. Right, okay. I don't know what that's about, like, so, I think there was like this whole thing about like, the kick Kenny out of Bullet Club. Right. But then had, like, oh, well, I'm with, I'll team with Kota Ibushi and we'll take you on. And then yeah, they're yeah. on matches when it's like they've taken him back into Bullet Club and. Right, okay. I don't know. <laughs> right. It's confusing. Yeah. Fair enough. We're not following it properly, but. Yeah, yeah. I say, I have no way of following it, so. <laughs> Isn't my issue. I mean, it's something that I've always thought maybe I should, you know, cancel network subscription, pick up, yeah, you know, New Japan prescription, mm. uh, subscription, prescription, subscription. So, but it's I can doing see, it in it. I can see even like so. When you start bunker, it's like nineteen seventy two. Like what? Like, yeah, I'll start right at the beginning, work my way through. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I maybe go back a few weeks, like a month or so. Yeah. That always seems to be a, you know, that's always seems to be about the right amount of time to go back and you can catch up on most things. Yeah. You know. It's like you were saying right NXT. Mm. You know. And then you're just looking up matches that you want to see. Yeah. Really. It's like normally I watch TakeOver in full. Yeah. Because they always have those sort of little recaps like they should do. Yeah. Um, but most of the time it's just... I must say the only things that I don't watch on NXT or TakeOver is I don't watch, I'm going to get heat for this, but I don't really watch the women's title matches. I find Shayna Baszler boring. Boom! I find her boring. And I should love that style, but she's just so dull. To be fair, I didn't, I didn't watch so the I, dull. I didn't watch the last... Um... The match with Nikki Cross? Yeah. Yeah, do you know how many moves Nikki Cross does? Three. One. One. It's disgusting. Yeah. You know, Outrageous. It was, it was just boring. 
so boring. And like I should, like I say, I feel like I should be real. I should really enjoy a gimmick, and I should really enjoy the whole like you know how methodical she is at taking apart her opponent and setting up the uh, the Kikina clutch and whatever. Yeah, but she's just so dull. She's so boring. I can't, I can't enjoy it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, she's a fantastic heel, you know, because it built, you know, the, like you, you hate her because of that. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not entertained by it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're a great heel you're entertained by. But, you know, one of them, innit? Mm. So it's one of them. It's just a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, best start wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. There's, there's not much else happened really. There's not much else worth commenting on, at least in today's WWE. Mm. You know. Well, the Summer Slams this month. Summer Slams this month. So we've got Lesnar Reigns. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't want to see again. But they might throw. Milky Brew into it, but I still don't want to see it. And is there another takeover? Yes, yeah. There's um, normally one before SummerSlam, isn't there? Yeah, it's War Games, isn't it? That's later this year, I think. Is October, it? November. Oh, well, there is another. T- there must be one because it's normally one alongside SummerSlam. But um, it'll be alright. To be fair, it usually is, but I don't really know what big feuds are going off. You know, um, Ricochet and Adam Cole. That'll be a great match if yeah. you do it. That's guaranteed to be good. Um, I think. Uh, I think. There's probably going to be a Black Champa rematch. Black Champa rematch. It'll be good. Guaranteed to be good, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, apart from then, probably Gargano and get involved. Yeah, I'm going to say they might. He'll do his usual complain and get make it a freeway or something. Yeah. Um, which he'll probably end up costing Black the title, no doubt, mm. and getting pinned by Champa. Um, you know, tag titles match. It will be. It will be. Well, I think they were they were talking about Mustache Mountain, War Raiders, and um, Undisputed Era. Yeah, so I think that's something that I've seen recently. Mm. That could be good. Yeah. Um, although I don't like the War Raiders. Okay. Um, I don't get it. I don't get why I should care. They just come in and don't do a right lot to me. And then everybody goes mental for them. I'm like, okay. Why? I've never seen them that well, on the Indies well, or anything. So. War, they were War Machine, weren't they? Yeah. In ROH. Um, but I don't watch ROH, so I've never seen any of their stuff in ROH. Mm. And then they've come in and just kind of squashed guys. Yeah. Um, a lot of new offers of pain, aren't they, essentially? Basically, yeah. For NXT. Yeah. Right. And I don't think they're that good. They're not big enough to really be intimidating. And, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get where they're squashing people. I don't get where they're squashing people who are bigger than them as well. You know, being the fact that they're all—it's all based on the fact that they're these big power 
houses. Yeah. But like they took um heavy machinery. Heavy mm. machinery are on a losing streak. Fine. But they're both way bigger yeah. than these the, the war raiders. And they squashed them. Yeah. And then TM six one who were, you know, cheating and beating people left, right and centre, squashed them. That should be their team name then. Cheating and beating. To be fair, they do need a new team name. They were, there was talk of changing it, but I don't I don't even know what TM six one meant. No. And they, and they didn't seem to have any character. They're on 2K18, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're like my jobbers. Yeah, well, they're on 2K18 as the lowest rated guys in the game, if I'm correctly. Um, there's, uh, what's he cut something form, or? Yeah, he's, he's one just, of them. Is it him? No, yeah. um, Sawyer Fulton, that's the one. He's just like a 69 or something. Oh, I don't know who he is. Well, I think they're Oh, like, is he the guy that got, that was part of... Sanity, Sanity and I then think, got released. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they're both like a 70 or 71. So yeah. I think he's like the lowest rated, I think. Well, they both suck. <laughs> I mean, that, to be fair, I've not seen any, you know, any of the matches that I've seen of theirs in NXT, they've not looked great. Mm. So, I don't... I don't Career NXT is... Yeah. There's a, lot of <laughs> stu- there's a lot of stuff on NXT that, I, that recently that hasn't been good. There's a lot of good, but there's a lot that hasn't been. Yeah. Like, Kona Reeves. <sighs> Don't even get me started on that guy. The finest. That's his gimmick. He's the finest. So he shouts at everybody, I'm the finest. Right? So, week one, comes out, plain white jacket. Maroon pants that just have KR on them. And white boots. That's it. Week two, and he beats local jobber. Week two, he's now got shades, and he's had some kind of animal skin attached to his jacket, and a crappy-looking medallion. It's <laughs> right, seriously. And the ja- and the sewing job on the jacket is that bad; it's already tearing off by the time he gets to the ring. It's torn off on one side, and he's I've... shouting, "I'm the finest." The finest what? I was about to say. It sounds like when you play like two K. 2K... Like the first two K, like very early SmackDown game, it's like you you have to do a, like a match and you get money. Oh, okay, I can buy a jacket. No week after, yeah. oh, you got a bit more. Oh, I can upgrade my jacket. Yeah. Oh, week after, oh, I can afford sunglasses. Like it's always done that. It's like here's your money. Okay, I need some new like entrance stuff. I'll just wear a, a, some sunglasses. Put that on my jacket. Yeah. And we'll go from there. Yeah. It's just it, it it's hard because he's. He's not even good in ring. He sucks in ring. And he's fighting jobbers and just, like, winging them around. Yeah. Well, he's not, I wouldn't even say he's winging them around because he doesn't do a lot. He does, like, a belly-to-belly or side suplex of some kind and then does, like, a falling elbow drop off the second rope. And it's kind of it. And mm. he has this finisher that I can't even remember because it sucked. <laughs> um, but he just sucks. It's like, every week, this guy... Or at least it has been when I, in the time period that I've been watching. Like I said, I'm a couple of weeks behind, been away and stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like the try this the commentary is like, oh, he likes the finest clothes and the finest this, and it's like his clothes are ripped, they're falling apart. <laughs> what do you mean? 
He's like, he's got the finest smile. His teeth are yellow. He's ugly. He's like a really ugly guy. <laughs> he's a chain smoker. <laughs> Basically, it looks like it. It's like, why? Where has this come from? It's like budget Bobby Roode. <laughs> yeah, I'm the finest. Get a robe. Yeah. Not a jacket. I'm the finest. The finest of what? Pick a move you're good at. Do it a lot. <laughs> Do a standing suplex for me. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Just make it look cool. Make it look good. You know, the fa- oh, the finest yeah. should be like a classic ring technician who know he should be Rick Rude. Yeah. But you're not Rick Rude. You are this mush that you are. You know? That's that's why it's frustrating. You, you are the steam off Rick Rude's turd. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So he sucks. Um and he's infuriating. But yeah, I'm I'm angry with the product at the minute, so <laughs> as as people probably know is well, <laughs> well it's a good thing for our next episode. We're gonna flash back, aren't we? Yes. Yes. We're gonna take you back to nineteen ninety nine. A classic year. Uh, we were 11 sake. yeah <laughs> just starting school high school we hadn't even met <laughs> no I think we had by this time possibly October October oh yeah well we met in the September yeah that's how old this this is <laughs> so yeah we're going to take you back and cover a part of storyline slash a pay-per-view as we cover Halloween Havoc 1999 woo because Bunkle requested it last out of kayfabe does WCW yes Last out of wrestling, the WCW. <laughs> so yeah, so we get to see such quandaries as Disco Inferno versus Lash LaRue. Psycho Sid versus Goldberg. And Bret Hart versus Hulk Hogan. Goldberg, a man who cannot touch another man. Featuring the comedy stylings of Chet Lemon. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> That's homework. I can't wait. I might do it tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do it at some point this week when I have free time in the evening. So Yeah. So, yeah um, <sighs> debatable. <laughs> and we should have Paul. We should have a hat guy back. We should do, yeah. Um, Return of Hat Guy. He's often high. He still hasn't recovered from WrestleMania Nine. <laughs> he took an FFOD and it went horribly wrong. So he gets not been here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anything else to rant on? No, I think I'm pretty much done with the current product. I'll mm. hopefully be catched up by the next time we're on as well. So I'll I'll know everything that I've missed. Even including going back and watching old Nitros. Even including going back and watching old Nitros. And if I find it, WCW Wait, Thunder. Tw- 22! <laughs> Goldberg! <laughs> Why me? Why me? Why me? <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> The only thing I said, I said to Paul at one point a while back, it would have made, made that bit even better if he just started crying. 
Um, so yeah, uh, Halloween Havoc next. 99, and then... I don't know what we're doing after that. We may review SummerSlam. Yeah, Maybe. why not? Why not? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see what Paul wants to do. Yeah. And I'll box him out. Yeah, get on with it. Um, the talent is here. Uh, yeah, so we've got other stuff we're going to announce out later this year. Nearer the time. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. So, sweet. So yeah, find all that wrestling on Facebook, uh, Twitter at LAOW Podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Find the Lost Art of pay, uh, Lost Art of Wrestling on no Lost Art of Podcasting even on Patreon. Yeah. Where if you sign up you will get this episode early. Awesome. Plus possible bonus episodes. Multiple at bonus some point. episodes. As we sit down and watch for wrestling movies at some point. Yes. Like ready to rumble. God damn it. And see no evil. And see no evil too. Yeah. And all five of the marine movies. No. <laughs> yes. That can be a bunko project. That's fine. I'll do it. I own the first two. I'll just get three, four, and five and you're sorted. Yeah. Oh, five is on Netflix at the minute. Well, you watch that one now, make notes, and then we'll get three and four. Yeah, I will do. Don't worry about it. I got this. I got this shit. <laughs> But I'm booking that for you. I'm writing it down. I'm booking it for you. That's your that's your other homework. Cool. The Marines. The Marines for Patreon. I'll do it. Last out of Patreon. Last out Patreon. And 12 rounds. One and two. And uh, what's that other WWE film? The Caller, it's called or something? Or The Caller? Oh, yeah. Do you mean the one with... Halle Berry. Yeah. I know which one you mean. You can do that one. Thanks. I didn't. I didn't offer to do that one. I'm booking it for you. I'm telling you, you got. Well, that's fine. I'll get it done. I'll get it done. And I'll send it over. <laughs> and then we'll also cover the likes of uh, the wrestler and other good wrestling movies, like the Chaperone. <laughs> no. Unless people ask for it and actually subscribe and tell us they want us to do the chaperone, and we'll do it. Blade Trinity for Triple H. But it's like saying we'll do the ringer because Terry Funk's in it. No, Triple H is actually in that for quite a bit. No, he's not in. He's like in the background of the ringer, so. Oh, fair enough. No. Well, that's saying we'll do Suburban Commando. We will do Suburban Commando, and you know it. And Mr. Nanny. <laughs> Oh God! No. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got any, like the three ninjas films. Yep, yep it's happening. <sighs> this one I had to put up with. Yeah, he calls me the booker. You are the booker. Let's tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been the last start of wrestling. So, of course, I've been Coxie. Well, I didn't even introduce you this time. We just sort of started shine. Yeah. Well. He's been the baddest man, the baddest man, the baddest man on the planet. Sanity delivered. The master of a thousand gimmicks. Your boy and mine. <laughs> I had a gimmick for you last week as well, I forgot it. Well, that's my fault. Damn it. <laughs> Billy the Boy Bunkle. How do. And you've been listening. Thank you, Grapple fans. 